0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the In Real Deep Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Simino and with me as always is my co-host, Andrew Johnson. Hello, Andrew. Well,
1: Steve, I have ice in my glass. I have ice in my glass.
0: <laughs> that is a thing Tom Hanks says in this movie, right, when he comes back to Civilization?
1: It's true. He marvels at having ice in his glass. Andrew, yes. do you
0: have ice in your glass, or is that are you lying to the fine people in our listening audience?
1: I I, I, I do have ice in my glass, but I don't want to skip ahead to the you know the beverage <laughs> of choice. Skip segment. ahead
0: fifteen to forty five uh, seconds. <laughs> yes, we'll <laughs> get there. No spoilers. We, we promise to get there. Who knows what he's drinking? We'll find out so soon. Welcome everyone to the N Podcast. We are back. We have returned to our Tom Hanks little mini-series. We took a bit of a detour, a bit of a pause. Dr. Chris and I did a whole bunch of crime movies, which you can find in our archives at InRealDeep.com. But Andrew and I are back to talk about Tom Hanks. We are going through all the Hanks movies, not all of them, many, many of them, and we were hoping to get this done (laughs) before the end of the summer, and we may still fulfill that dream, Andrew. It's not too impossible. We're, We're in the home stretch now.
1: Yes, Uh, I think what's interesting about this, you know, our series often take, they're epic in length, I guess (laughs) I would say. Um, If you count uh, the pauses uh, as part
0: of the length in between the episodes, then yes, they are very epic.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, uh, I think what's interesting now is that, you know, we're coming up on six months of, uh, since we started, well, since Tom Hanks announced his coronavirus diagnosis, uh, March 11th, the date that has seared into my brain, uh and i think since we last last we spoke like the nba is playing again which is another thing that happened on uh on that like tom hanks day like the rudy gobert getting pulled off so yes it's been we we've taken our sweet time although in fairness to us this is probably fast uh for for us relative to our other series and uh You know, Tom Hanks has a a lengthy filmography that we've had to work our way through, so
0: he sure does. And we've made it to what might be the apex of that filmography, at least in a lot of ways. Of course I'm talking about Castaway, the two thousand survival drama film. It's a big one. It's Premier Hanks, it's his biggest stage from which he shines we will dissect it we will talk all about it but now the aforementioned beverage of choice segments i have a iced coffee with ice in my glass as well nothing fancy it's an early morning record out here in los angeles so i just have a regular early morning drink how about you andrew
1: i have some 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 cold brew that we make here at home uh that also has ice in it um and uh let's see what kind of coffee is it pete's i think yeah, Pete's, you know the, the, uh, the the coffee chain. Sure, it's a
0: fine I'm sure product. i sure have a bunch of them out there. I have Starbucks, so we're not we're not cool or hip or Ooh. independent. We are slaves to corporations. Not that cool.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really go, I don't really go to coffee shops anymore, and I don't have I don't have the kind of money to like you know sp- pay twenty dollars for a bag of coffee. So, so sure.
0: Anyway. No judgment. You do what you got to do, buddy. Just like Tom Hanks did what he had to do in the hit movie Castaway, which it's is all about survival. <laughs> it's all about survival. <laughs> That's right. This is a wild movie, Andrew. I had never seen this before, uh, at least all the way through. It's been on... It's another Hanks movie that has been on TV a ton over the course of our lives, for sure. But it's one that I never sat down and really went from start to finish on. You Certain scenes, though, have seeped into my consciousness through parodies, through just everything. Like, yeah. it is really... I, I mean, of all the movies we've watched thus far... It's a, you know, I would say this and Forrest Gump are the premier Tom Hanks performances. And Forrest Gump is its own thing at this point. We don't have to get into that. But this really is yeah. wild. Like it's it, I knew what to expect. It's a very simple movie in a lot of ways, but I was impressed to see that Tom Hanks movie star persona really burst through and how much he commands this relatively lengthy movie, 2 hours and 23 minutes, and it's 98% yeah. Hanks and he kills it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's funny, you said this is the apex of Hanks, and I was going to I was gonna quibble a little bit with you, because um, I'm like, you, you know, you mentioned Forrest Gump, there's Philadelphia, there's Saving Private Ryan, which we did an episode on, um, we kind of skipped over the other ones that are, I think are a little more, well, I guess he won the Oscars back-to-back, right, for, I think, Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Um, um, he was so young at that but, you know, point, it's though, funny. Like, he
0: wasn't, this is like fully formed grown man-ass hanks you know yeah. well that might have been his create uh you know critical peak this is just like this is a guy who just who makes 420 million dollars worldwide a movie about him stuck on an island
1: Yep, yeah. and they had to make him like nice and doughy in his like christmas sweater and then you know <laughs> him out yes. time. um and but what i was gonna say is is i think it you know i was gonna quibble with you and then but then i, I started thinking you know um i mentioned you know Tom Hanks kicked off this whole COVID thing and on March 11th and um then you know what's interesting now that I think about that is um you know he 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 was he came back and was the first person to host Saturday Night Live when they did the Saturday Night Live at home um like so when that came back on the air um and uh the reason I bring that up is because they didn't go for uh Forrest Gump or one of his other roles They went on the sketches there That they kind of did you know awkwardly They they went straight for Wilson Right and so in some ways I think you're Absolutely right this is the This is like the peak Hanks Role in terms of like Yes screen time certainly but like You know this I think this One is one at least for me that I I forget about when I think about that, like that mid nineties peak that sort of starts with Forrest Gump and ends with, or Philadelphia and ends with Saving Private Ryan. But like, this is every bit as iconic uh, of a performance and a movie. And I have to say, like, we can talk about this, but I hadn't seen that. I did see it end to end, like way back in the early two thousands. And I hadn't seen it since then. This movie's great. Like it was like, it, it was like, it's not like a you know, it's not Citizen Kane or anything, but it's like it was it was a it was a great watch, um, which I think is a big tribute twenty twenty years after the fact. Um, so it, it was it was great, and it's great because mostly because of Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, it's it feels like the kind of movie, and 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 it's where it settles in his life as Tom Hanks, the huge movie star, is fascinating as well because it's sort of. After this, it's a little bit of a slow decline there There are peaks and valleys, yeah. but it sort of drops off from here this is If this isn't his apex, this is one of the biggest peaks he ever has, and he never gets this high ever again but it's but in, in that sense, you know, and as someone who hasn't watched it before, it feels like the kind of movie where either at the time or now twenty years later. Because of what comes next, we'd all sort of go, eh, we've had enough of Tom Hanks, you know? Like, we're a little hanksed out, like... It it feels like it should be that kind of movie, you know? Like, just because of where it sits, but it's not that at all. Like, people, people loved it, everyone saw it, everyone still liked him, everyone still likes him now, so he never really had that fall from grace... But it's yeah. just so it's it just it so could easily be that kind of movie, like where it's just like, man, how fucking vanity are you gonna get? Like you're gonna be in 98% of this movie. It's gonna be all about you. It's just gonna be the culmination of all these years of build up of we love this guy, we love this guy, we love this guy. Okay, too much this guy, and that's not the case. Like it's just, it, what happens to him from this point on is fascinating in terms of his career, but it is in no way fueled by this. Like this is just. Good, solid. It's it's really the best this movie could be. Like I can't imagine a version yeah. of this movie with another person in it that I like as much. Like I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Like and, and you sort of touched on, th- on a big part of it. I think is we get that doughy, sweatery Hanks in the beginning, and you you know if you went into this blind somehow and you saw what he'd become, you genuinely would be shocked. You'd be like, whoa, T- doughy ass Tom Hanks is throwing spears at fish and has a big beard and, <laughs> and is like lean and cut yeah. and fit and like it is a transformation in a lot of ways and it's exciting to even see just like that for mer- nerds like you and I who like knowing how the sausage is made it's it's just wild to think about the big pause they had to do in between Hanks getting all skinny but also sort of ripped like it must have been it's just it's really cool and he went all out and it's and it shows on screen like it is magnetic and it's sad and it's uh, long and it's epic like it really it really checks all those boxes you want to see from sort of a a desert island movie type like this
1: yeah, uh, and I think you're right that it's like, it's as good as it c- c- can be. And then I think the other thing I would say is like there's other parts of the movie that shouldn't work but kind of do. Like literally, he's friends with a volleyball that he names Wilson, <laughs> uh, or that is well, you know, like that really. It's when you say it like that, it sounds like ridiculous, right? Uh, it, it doesn't. It, it sounds stupid, and yet it's like it's like super. Like, when he loses Wilson, you know? Like
0: it's and you've like seen it parody so many times, world. like you said. Like, yeah, I did sort of go yeah, into yeah. it thinking, like, this is parodied so much because it's stupid. You know, it, I'm sure it's stupid, fine, yeah, yeah. but I'm also sure that's why everyone makes fun of it, to a certain extent, because it's dumb. But it's not really dumb, yeah. it's just the movie, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and then there's like you know there's uh and then like just the amount of FedEx logos in it, which is <laughs> you and I had an interesting text exchange. Is like it feels overbearing at first, but you know I think we kind of agreed that it was like well if FedEx is gonna let you show one of their planes crashing you you might you might want to like you know kind of let let everything else happen and it's like it's uh it's i only mentioned that just because it's just it's just weird like product placement is a thing in movies all the time but it's it's like so overt here but it's not they paid no money for for it it,
0: apparently there was no money exchanged hands and according to wikipedia they saw an increase in brand awareness in asia and europe so I don't know what that means okay. exactly. Brand awareness is a fairly nebulous term. Like you said, the plane crashes yes. through really no fault of anybody's, but still, like that is not the message you might want yeah. to send as a company. But yeah. they, they yeah. opt awareness in Asia Europe, so good for the FedEx corporation.
1: Well, it's, and it's like, you know, it, uh, him holding on to the package, like the one package he just sort of like doesn't open or whatever. And um, like it just, like, there's th- these things like, shouldn't work yet you can't like it's hard to imagine the movie without it in fact like if they had put in a fake like package company like i don't know united parcel express let's say um (laughs) or something (laughs) like that um you know it kind of would it's just like you would i wouldn't want i don't want to see i don't don't want to even think about that that version of the movie because i really i really i really Love this movie. I, I I I just really enjoyed it, you know. Um, right down to the fact that, you know, I, I think I started watching it around nine thirty or ten, which is pretty late for me. And um and, and my wife Amanda started watching with me and we we kept going, we kept doing that thing where it's like, okay, fifteen more minutes and then we're like, Okay, when he gets off the aisle we'll stop and watch the rest tomorrow. And, you know, we got to 12, we got to 12 and we were like, screw it. Let's finish this. movie." Um, and it was just like, you just want to keep, you just want to keep going. I think cause you're just so invested in, in Tom Hanks's character, you know? So
0: I was personally so excited when the ship saw him, when the ship comes in the, in the background yeah. of that one shot, like, you know, it's coming, you know, Tom Hanks isn't going to die. You know, the whole point of the, sort of the whole point of the movie is what happens when he's saved from from being lost, yep. but it's still so thrilling. And there's a part of you that is they, Zemeckis shoots it so well, where you wonder like, is he gonna yep. miss this somehow? Like, oh my God, he's so tired and so half dead. But it, just wave your hands, Tom. Like, come on, Chuck, do it. Like, you really. I imagine in the theaters when this came out and you didn't know what was gonna happen exactly, that must have been such a thrill at that part because you really do. They, do, you know, the, the, just the length of the time he's lost and and how in depth the movie gets and how into it Hanks gets. And the weight loss again, and all that. Like you are rooting for him so hard to get found, and I guess there's a part of you that believes he might not. And that's to everyone's credit involved in the movie is they make you do believe that yeah. maybe he will die. You know he won't, but what if he does?
1: Yeah. No. That, that scene was like I it, like literally you're sitting there and you're like turn around, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. you just look, like you shout at the screen,
0: you know, like you just
1: <laughs> and like even before that or like during the. Um, during the crash, you know, you're like grab, grab like You want him to grab all these things, you know, grab the watch, you know, um, all, all these, all these things. It's like, um, it, it's, 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 it's great at um, at building tension. I, I think it's like, you know, you got to call out Robert Zemeckis, who is a frequent collaborator uh, or uh, of of Hanks. You know, I, I believe he did Forrest Gump, but also like Polar Express, right? So, um, uh, but Zemeckis, like, you know. I, understand, like, he's not a, he doesn't bat a thousand as a director, I guess, right? Um, But, like, I think we forget about him as, like, you know, someone who's really capable of, now we forget about him as someone who's really capable of, like, a great, making a great film, you know? Much like Hanks, he
0: really, he falls off super weirdly after this, like, he makes a, he's made a ton of movies in the last two decades, and many of them are weird or bad, like, I don't know what yeah. <laughs> happened to him. I don't know why he started making "Welcome to Marwen" and like you know, and again, all the Uncanny Valley, you know, uh, mocap movies. But this is sort of Zemeckis' last gasp in a lot of ways—not his last gasp, but his again, one of his major peaks. And yeah, it rules. Like the that crash scene in general. Like I don't know if I've ever seen a crash scene that good. It's amazing. And like on yeah. flight, I believe you know he captures a lot of that again as well. So he just apparently knows how to do yeah. a really good airplane uh, terror sequence, because yeah, it's, it's truly, it's intense. And like you said, it's long and it's detailed and it's just, you're, you're, it's not just, you know, the blink of an eye, the plane goes down. Like you're up there with him and you're screaming for him to like not die, even though you know, he will not die. But creating that doubt in our heads is very impressive.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But was Andrew one thing I will say about this movie is up until the part we talked about when uh, when Chuck gets rescued from the island, I was thinking, okay, this is a good movie. It's real fun. It's super interesting. Hanks is as good as I thought. You know, da da da. But the last 30 minutes is where they really take it home. Like that's I'm so glad that everyone involved realized that. Okay, obviously people are going to talk about Hanks. They're going to talk about the transformation, the beard, the hair. That's all super important. But especially in, even in 2000, which feels like a million years ago, but we're already at this point, obviously, the media frenzy for a person to come back from this yeah. would be fucking nuts. Like, it would be just unbelievable. And they do a great job, I think, of capturing all of that and of showing it. And Hanks plays that so well. Like, he's he 's a man who's returned to this world he barely knows anymore. everything has left him by he 's been dead, and he has to sort of say, he has to sort of smile and show up at all these events and pretend like he 's so happy to be there and so pumped to and like but we none of us could possibly imagine what this guy has been through it 's just impossible, and he plays just this shell shocks you know. Sunken-eyed yeah. uh, replica of a human being who's just trying to find yeah. some sort of happiness and is and is filled with I don't even know longing and sadness and probably a little bit of rage and just like and just does not know where to go yeah. next and I think what everybody does Helen Hunt even Nick Cersei Chris Noth everyone who shows up for those final thirty minute scenes plays it so plays this like very either they're like gregarious uh, unnecessarily gregarious with him or they're very hands off and nervous and they all just they let it show the different sides of what it might be like to come back from a from an event like this
1: yeah which is interesting cuz Hanks himself like doesn't he 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 conveys a lot without saying too much. Like he doesn't really have so much of a grand soliloquy other than like, you know, the, the line I referenced, uh, you know, I have ice in my glass, which is like, it's not directly, it's not even directly talking about everything he's been through, but it's it's making the point of like, you know, he, the whole movie sort of sets out to, you know, tell of course to tell a survival story, right? But also to tell this, bit about like what what the heck it's like to walk back into your own life and feel like other people are living it you know um like like, Helen and and also to to um to sort of i think for his character to have enough humanity um to realize that like to realize that of course like helen hunt's character should and would and should like move on like why would she have any Expectation to ever see this guy again, you know. Um, and they weren't and, perfect beforehand uh,
0: either, which I feel like fuels it so much more. As right. Hanks was constantly dodging, right. committing right. to her, so right. in a way, I think he sees it as some sort of very sad, just desserts. You know, he's like, Well, I didn't do this to myself, I didn't ask for this, she didn't ask for this, but she found someone who's who was willing to commit when she needed it. She got Mr. Big, you know, who am I to interfere?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that also is down to the to the setup of the film, which is like, um, you know, does like it again, it feels a little hacky to have him there in like Moscow or whatever, you know, like yelling at people about living and dying by the clock and all that stuff. And then but it, there, it's another, you know, I think we talk about this a lot, like great films communicate. Uh, they don't communicate directly through dialogue. There is dialogue, but like, you know, him sitting around at that, like, that Christmas, that family Christmas gathering or whatever, um, there's nothing really there that, that um, lets you know that their relationship isn't perfect. You just, it, you know enough, cause he he gets the thing on his beeper and he's gotta go. And, but you, you know that he also has something to lose too, right? It's like, you need to know that it's not perfect. You need to know that he has something that, Uh, That if he loses it You know or that he has a lot to lose so you're Invested in this whole survival Thing and then it's just like it's crushing to have him Have him back and um, I mean we got to talk at this point about I think about the sort of the, the Driveway scene which is like the the Best scene in like the
0: whole movie
1: like you know very very emotional
0: <laughs> yeah and helen um, hunt in general like the uh, helen hunt tom hanks the helen hunt is not in this movie very much in terms of screen time yeah. because she's not on the island with tom hanks but she's a constant presence throughout and like you said in the beginning they set up very well that it's just it's not perfect and I think that's such to the movie's credit like it does not the movie does really like in in very sly small ways turns all the expected tropes on it's head not that there's a million disaster you know Deserted Island movies but you assume like you're gonna be pining for your sweetie and you assume that when you get back it's gonna be hunky-dory and you're gonna fall in love again and he's pining for a sweetie but they're not husband and wife perfect couple and then when they get back life is infinitely complicated you know like you cannot just re start where you left off and everyone feels bad for everybody and Chris Knopf seems sort of resigned to like That this is somewhat out of his control, which I love. He's just, he's, 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 you know, standing in for Helen Hunt. He's talking to Tom Hanks. But I'm sure at the end, when, like, like, you know, you talk about the driveway scene, like, it's great that their passion and intensity for each other is amazing. But I'm sure Chris Notham the next morning is going to be like, oh, fuck, like, what happened (laughs) out there? Like, I heard a car come up. I heard you go outside. It's, it's not going to make me happy, but it's also the world. Like, it's, everyone seems to accept their fate and also push back against it to a certain extent. And we get that little, alone in the driveway and it's just it's uh it's so short but it's so it's so powerful and you both want them to to do this and also like no don't do this like I totally get why you wouldn't like she's got a kid and a husband like it's and as much as she loves Tom Hanks like he was gone and the world spins otherwise
1: yeah I guess I'd say like one of the things I kind of marvel at this movie is it just has a great appreciation for for humanity and how complicated human beings are, you know, and, and, and like what <laughs> sort of what life is all about. And it's like that scene, I, I personally, you know, I, I, I think the end is great. I, I actually wish it had ended with the driveway scene and him like moving on. Yeah. I, did I not didn't give really, a shit about the package.
0: Like, I don't, I, I almost yeah, forgot that yeah. that was a thing. I was like, Oh, we're still talking about this package. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I uh, like I mean at the end it's like it's a little uh, it, it then goes like to be way too on the nose like he's literally standing at a crossroads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's in right. The middle of, like wherever <laughs> Texas. Um,
0: it's like okay,
1: I got it. Like you know.
0: All right, Bob. <laughs> um, All right, Tom. We got it. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, like I kind of like but
1: that it, it like it almost doesn't matter because that driveway scene is just it's just so packed with. Um, packed with intensity you know like and um and and it like and it's it's just so great and uh like to your point like mr big i feel like you're i feel like i I would never condone infidelity but i feel like if those were the circumstances and i was him i'd be like all right i'll
0: give you this one like (laughs) (laughs) like like, i get it this is very complicated it's just does not make any sense especially if all they do the fact that all they do is just do a big old smooch like You know, that's, that's, that's hey, certainly hey. condoned. I think that if, if, if he's ever confronted with the actuality of what happened, I'm sure he would be like, wow, that's it? Okay. <laughs> like, What a what a lovely wife you are. I'm so impressed.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know. I like this movie left me glowing, which is like really, really cool. And a bit, like again, like a little bit of a surprise. I feel like a lot of these movies like that we've done so far have been like surprises one way or another um, in, in revisiting them. I mean, the only one for me that, really sort of that we've watched to date that like was kind of exactly what i thought it was going to be was um was saving private ryan like that was that was it and everything else has sort of surprised me positively or negatively and this one was like this one was great um so you know i yeah we may be we may be at the uh staring over the the edge of a (laughs) (laughs) of of an abyss at this point but um (laughs) but uh, if so it was it was worth getting to the top of the top of the peak i suppose um yeah
0: i think one thing i will say about the end though and you're super right I, i i i you're super right that that the crossroads thing is super is on the nose and and dumb. But I would say if you look at Robert Zemeckis' filmography, even the stuff he makes that's that's great, he's not an artistic filmmaker. You know, like he he makes real good popcorn movies. Sometimes so well done that they are like classics, like Back to the Future and Roger Rabbit and sort of Forrest Gump. Like he he makes very entertaining movies, and he makes movies where I feel like you get a very strong sense throughout that you can turn them off or ignore certain parts or like they're not all you know art artfully crafted holes that you need to consume like which what's making what i think makes castaway such a good tv movie is you can turn off that last scene and it doesn't matter pretend like it doesn't (laughs) exist you know like watch the driveway scene and go to bed and you will be justified and you lose nothing from robert zemeckis's vision because i don't think it's really necessary and i think that too in this era or in the you know in the last uh, several decades of movie making that has become so much more okay because people consume movies differently And it works as a crowd pleaser. It's not uh, incredibly frustrating to see it as a whole, but it's just it's very easily taken in chunks. Like I think I texted you we were watching this. Like there are so many scenes in Castaway where you just picture it going to black afterwards, and a com- and the commercial running. Yeah. You know, like there are there are like four yeah. scenes where it's like he direct- he put the movie together expecting TNT commercial breaks, <laughs> and so. But that's fine. Like it's just it's not never does it feel like the kind of movie where you have to sit down and watch it all. And in- in the- as and as a giant entity and never does it feel like something that's striving to be any more than what it is and you know for whatever Zemeckis makes afterwards which is a bunch of garbage for the most part he definitely mm-hmm. seems like a guy who knows what he's out there he's, he's a very he has a very clear vision of what he wants to do and it's not necessarily be remembered as a as a classic film that will be honored from start to finish he's making a good movie and I think he with those with those goals in mind like this achieves everything it sets out to to pursue
1: Yeah. And Zemakis is very, you know, I think when I think of him, I think the hallmark too is sort of technical, um, achievement. So whether it's, I mean, the mocap, you can, you can, the stuff that he does later, you can debate whether, you know, whether or not it's creepy, which I I mean, I think you and I would both say (laughs) it's weird and creepy, but it's, it's technically very impressive. Um, and you know, right back to like, again, you know, like back to the future or Roger rabbit, like these are, Movies that like, maybe, I guess, Back to the Future. Maybe now doesn't look quite as cool as it did, like even when you and I first saw. It. But like, they're technically amazing movies, and and they are like you're right, they are good popcorn movies. And uh, I think the good thing about Castaway, especially, is it is it, it is a great popcorn movie, but it's one that um, we, I, I some I guess what I would say is like th- in this era, uh, at least before me- movie theaters were shut down, um, we live in sort of an era of like pretty like pretty good popcorn movies all around us, right? Um, like the, the Marvel movies, of course, are like sort of the, the hallmark example of that. But like what Castaway does that to me that makes it better than most of those is that um, I don't feel like I'm being infantilized. <laughs> You know, yes. like, there is this story about basic humanity in there that doesn't, you know, have to come with a side of tights or, you know, Jedis or like whatever. Um, and I, I guess I really appreciate that. Um, and I, we definitely don't have too many directors around these days who can thread the needle of making a really, a really big. Crowd pleaser uh, that also makes you feel like an adult while you're watching it. So
0: yeah, um, like we said, so this, this, this is a long movie, and it does not need the last 30 minutes. Like they could, you can just make it. You can make yeah. a movie with just with the island parts, and that would make 400 million dollars on its own probably. But they clearly had way more to say than just showing a guy surviving on a desert island. You know, and that's great.
1: They did make this movie it was called all is lost with robert redford and he dies before he gets,
0: oh spoiler alert say. i've never seen all those. oh no robert redford dies well, oh, yeah. I, I can't believe it oh he's america's he's also america's sweetheart there's a ship in that <laughs> one too
1: uh, anyway. sorry everyone um
0: also let's note for the record the, the 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 billing in this movie is tom hanks helen hunt and Nick Searcy from Justified. <laughs> they, are the, <laughs> they are the three main characters. I was watching it and I was like, is Nick Searcy literally the third lead in this movie? It's so weird. I'm so, I mean, I like Nick Searcy in Justified a lot. He's great in it. But the fact that they would like, of all the people, they make him Tom Hanks' co-worker slash friend is so, so weird. And it's great. It feels, it grounds it a little more. You're like, wow, character actor Nick Searcy is the third lead. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Well, he's really the fourth lead, though, because, like, Wilson is definitely the third sure are, lead. You are, the volleyball. I know he's the volleyball.
0: Yeah, volleyball's hot, yeah. But, like,
1: let's be honest. If, 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 when, when Wilson, like, quote-unquote dies, like, that's way sadder than if Nick Cersei's character had died, yes. you Yes,
0: know? or when you get back and find out Nick Cersei's mom, or wife died, or whatever. Yeah, you're like, I don't really, you know, sorry, Nick Cersei. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Andrews, as we mentioned, this is Tom Hanks' huge hit in 2000. It was coming off of Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, The Green Mile, movies we all talked about. Seems like his star could not get brighter, and it never did really get brighter. (laughs) That would be a correct assessment if you have said that in 2000. The stuff he does next is fascinating. The next movie we're going to talk about is The Terminal. There's a bunch of stuff in between that we can get into here and when we talk about the Terminal. But all of a sudden, he starts just doing some interesting things. Road to Perdition is a pretty big hit, and it's uh, certainly playing against type for sure. Catch Me If You Can is a supporting role that he's awesome in, but certainly is not his movie. And then The Lady Killers is he works with the Coen Brothers, and it's the biggest flop of his career, I believe. And certainly at that point, it's just a, it's a mess. And... I think no one really knew what to do with him from there. And it's it's just, it, he never really, he never plummets to any sort of depths. He never, he never really becomes persona non grata by any stretch of the imagination. But he also never comes close to Castaway ever again. Maybe financially, you got those Robert Langdon movies which we'll talk about. They made a bunch of money. But he never becomes Tom Hanks, capital T, capital H, you know, unquestioned star of stars. He's just... He becomes a guy again, a real, a, a beloved guy, a money-making guy for the most part. But he he sort of returns to the atmosphere and becomes like a normal human being.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like we, I guess we can get into this, but it's like kind of in, in my head. I'm like, yeah, who cares? Like, what what do you want? Like, <laughs> what do we want? We want do we want Tom Hanks to? be in comic book movies or we rather just have him like bounce around and do like larry crown
0: i mean i don't really want him to do larry crown <laughs> necessarily
1: no but like okay so what is he going to stop making movies like i don't yes. like you know he's um i don't know and, and he does do this whole like i mean i i think the other thing you know that we're missing here is that he also gets into like from a personal perspective he gets much more into like um producing things right so like we didn't even he's not in band of brothers right but there is no band of brothers or the pacific without tom hanks
0: my big you know? back so Greek a, wedding made like a billion dollars and he was heavily involved in sure. getting that going i believe or so at least getting it out to yeah, the masters. so there's all
1: these things there's all these things he's behind like it's like you know at some point i, I don't know I, I guess it's more of a question of what what do we expect of of our big famous stars and like you know Name name me the famous actor who's had a peak of 40 years or <laughs> whatever, like, like, or 30 Especially years. Especially with like, the output he has,
0: because he... he doesn't stop working. It's not yeah. like he decides to stop working or gets choosy. Like, if anything, right. he starts taking on more roles. And like you said, do, working harder in terms of producing and acting. And if you, if you can just avoid the misses or just write them off as whatevers, the hits are still there. It's just a they're 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 more yeah. eclectic you know like which is cool like i i like that he did cloud atlas i like that in the late 2010s he starts trying to do cool stuff again But yeah, there's just some... uh, I would just love... If I ever sat down with him, I would want to talk to him about the movies we're going to talk about next. Because I would just be very (laughs) curious. Like, what were you thinking? Like, not even in a bad way. Like, Tom, like, not questioning your choices necessarily, but just like, why did you make these choices? Like, they're just... They're fascinating because they're weird. And maybe they just didn't work. Maybe in the 90s, he just weirdly had a nose for all these things that turned out to be hits. And now we look back at them and say, oh, of course he made, you know, Toy Story. Of course he made You've Got Mail. But maybe he had the same inkling in 2000 just weirdly lost to the pulse for a second
1: yeah and now that i've said this i'm starting to think about another tom that would be worth a good comparison point which is tom cruise who actually has maybe done what i just said which is have a really long peak uh i don't know but maybe a discussion for another day no um, but he's you know, of- tom
0: cruise is still like
1: action star
0: and Tom Cruise sort of settled in and like when when he had that little wayward period I feel like he settled in and was like okay Mission Impossible is like my anchor like I run this thing this is mine and like that has that has steadied him for the last decade even when he's made like that stupid Dom Hall Gleason movie where he flies an airplane and does delivers drugs or whatever. Like, I don't even know what the fuck. American something. Like, he makes these flops that everyone goes, eh, we don't care about that. No, thank you. But he always comes back to Mission Impossible. Now we've got this, you know, this uh, stalwart Tom Cruise work that is never to be disrupted. And then, but Tom Hanks has just shot himself all over the place and has done some wacky stuff. And I think that probably the, when when you let yourself take chances like that, you're just going to have some some misses. Whereas Cruise, seems to have just, like, closed ranks and said, I'm just going to be Tom Cruise going forward. So...
1: Yeah, and I, I guess I would also argue, too, I don't think Cruz ever gets to the heights of Hanks from, like, a critical acclaim perspective, like, never anywhere close, really. Yep. Like, Tom Hanks can still be nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, right? like he's great in he The Post. Just... I thought he was very,
0: very good in The Post. He's great right. in a Beautiful Day in the right. Neighborhood, so, which we'll talk about.
1: Yeah, right. So he still has, he's still got it, you know?
0: He's still got that
1: gear. He's great, great in Sully!
0: Like, oh my like, god, he saves all those souls? Yeah. It was a controlled sure, water landing? Sure
1: true another plane <laughs> another, another plane, plane. <laughs> only only if sully had been flying the plane oh yesterday. man don't you even know?
0: get me started that's a that's the dream oh, team right there chuck and sully teaming up solving problems oh, man we need
1: to get can we get a, can we get a Photoshop of that? Someone, someone <laughs> who's listening to this.
0: Can we watch Sully Tom again? Hanks yes, we can. Tom Hanks
1: piloting the plane. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh my God. That's great. But yeah, Andrew, we will be back. We are returning. We're coming. Like I said, we're in the home stretch of Hanks. Next one is the terminal. I'm excited. I love the terminal. I can't wait. Have you seen the terminal, Andrew? Or is this your first time?
1: I've never seen the <sighs> you
0: know. Oh man! So you're gonna come at it totally fresh. It's not necessarily a good movie, but I think you're gonna have some things you like. I hope. I think. I think it's a fun one to talk about because I, I if you, if you I think it's one of those movies. If you forget Steven Spielberg directed it, you will think it's great. If you remember <laughs> that it's Spielberg and <laughs> Hanks, you're like, oh man, like that's the, these two doing yeah. this, like why? But yeah. I think it also. I think parts yeah. of it rule. So yeah, I think All I right. Morsky. Well, I'm excited. I feel like we're probably going to go to war over it, so that's, okay. that's uh, okay.
1: We'll see. Not as much as I'll hate Da Vinci Code, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, so, we can um, definitely.
0: That one's yeah, going to be a five-minute episode, because we'll say that was garbage. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> what well,
1: that? I think we're going to get another
0: five minutes out of Tanks' hair. Yeah. On it, so <laughs> the hair you know, is well, definitely so. a selling point so maybe there. Maybe ten minutes. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. The hair is hot. Everyone mm-hmm. agrees. <laughs> so there you go Tom Hanks fans go find the terminal stream it rent it watch it we will be back talking about that in the somewhat near future and as always if you want to listen to our previous episodes they are available on InRealDeep.com or subscribe to the Deep podcast everywhere podcasts are delivered Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher all the places we are there Andrew thank you for joining us thanks for watching Hanks loved watching Castaway And we got a few more movies to go, and then we will be done Tom Hanks and on to other adventures.
1: Yeah, excited.
0: Uh, So am I. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be seeing you further on up the road. Adios.